This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. <laughs> Army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this. Bada bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. <laughs> Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. You a This is Live at Five. Live, live at Five. Live on at the five. air. <laughs> right. And we have an in-studio guest one day before the biggest primary in uh, recent history, as far as I can remember, uh, here in uh, late June of 2022. Pete Barnett's with us today uh, to discuss his campaign just uh, hours before, well, I shouldn't say hours, but less than 24 hours before the polls open. Officially, they opened a couple of weeks ago. Uh, early voting ended yesterday. Uh, weird. I don't know why it does that, but nonetheless, nonetheless tomorrow is the big day uh, where it all ends, and they tabulate the votes. And uh, sometime tomorrow night, well, he will have winners in, uh, in many categories. Oh, I just lost part of my uh, feed here, but we're back. We're back. Uh, so, Pete Barnett, uh, welcome back to the Live at Five show here on AM 1240. How you doing, sir? Good, Glenn. Thank you again for having me. N- anytime. I uh, love the tie. Really nice. Well, thank you, Pete. Uh, Pete, uh, Pete, you got you got the, the the dressing thing down as far as the candidates are concerned. Well, thank you. I think it's important for uh, people to know that uh, the sheriff is uh, well groomed uh, and sharp from head to toe. Yeah, I mean, obviously, law enforcement is 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 uh, is just part of society where you know the, you you know you you're out in the public, and uh, you've been now you've been campaigning now. You, I believe, if not, if I'm not mistaken, you were the first to throw your 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 name in the ring. Yes, I was. And uh, and currently, you are retired. Uh, and but uh, you were how many years in the uh, on the uh, sheriff's department in the sheriff's department? Excuse yes, me. I uh, had 26 uh, honorable years with Jefferson County, and uh, I have been working part time with Jefferson County ever since for a total of 34 full law enforcement years. Now, I didn't know about the part-time. What do you do part-time? Uh, for the first uh, four years, I was with the uh, Jefferson County DA's office as mm-hmm. the welfare fraud investigator. Mm-hmm. And most recently, I'm at the public defenders as their financial investigator. Nice. And what does that entail? Uh, everyone that gets arrested, of course, Criminal Justice 101, mm-hmm. you're entitled to representation. Mm-hmm. And uh, believe it or not, there's a lot of folks in our area here who are truly indigent, who are financially eligible to receive public defender assistance to represent them, no matter how serious the charge is. So you're part of that. I thought the, the whole judicial and or judge would, would grant that through, through his uh, authority, but you, you do that, Pete. Yes, we have to confirm that uh, the truthfulness of the financial affidavit that the people... Uh, to see if they're genuine, to see if they qualify. Yes. Do people abuse that? Yes, they do. Uh, we don't see a lot of it. Because right. uh, people are broke. <laughs> yes, yes, they are. Right. And I'll tell you, it's, it's very sad looking at some of these financial affidavits that come in. Yeah. And is that why they're in the line of crime? Is, 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 is that a correlation there? They can't afford uh, proper you know, counsel? Uh, that's why they, they do what they do and get in trouble? Well, uh, let's face one, it. You're, one you're, leads to the other, in my opinion. It does. If you're not making any money, uh, you've got kids at home, you know, you look at what's being stolen uh, 
on the itemized list from, say, Walmart. Right. Uh, right, right. You know, clothing, yeah. food, right. some basic necessities. Di- I mean, listen, as a police officer, I don't care if you're in the sheriff's department, I don't care where you are, even as a person, but if you come upon someone that is breaking the law and they're stealing the basics of life, the necessities, that must be a real tough call, Pete, right? It's got to it, be. It truly is, but let's face it. Um, I'm, I'm big on there's got to be consequences. Yeah. Uh, somebody that does something, uh, you're stealing from Walmart. Right. You're going to take a hit. Mm-hmm. You're going to get some paper dropped on you mm-hmm. for petit larceny. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I think it's important, too, to uh, you know try to see what the, what the main reason is, why they were there in the first place. Right. But if they're stealing a $300 pair of Nike sneakers, you're not going to have much sympathy for them, will you, Pete? No. Yeah, and that's what we saw a lot of. The consequences there for sure. There's no doubt about it. Or oh, for that matter, and we had the, the great Rudy Giuliani sit right here seven days ago, right here. And just yesterday, someone approached him at a, a shopping plaza in Staten Island, New York, and uh, slapped him really, really, he's 78 years old. No one deserves to be slapped in the back of the neck. But uh, he, he was slapped in the back of the neck. And, and they asked him if he wanted to press charges. He said, you're damn right, I don't want to press, char- press charges. And I totally agree with him. Some people would say, oh, no, let him go. He, you know, it was Roe versus Wade. He's got, a, he's got his right to say that stuff. But uh, they threw, I don't know if they're going to throw the book at him. He's probably already out and whatnot. But these are the types of things that we have to make sure that people pay the penalty for, Pete. Don't you agree? Absolutely. People think they're entitled to do whatever they darn well please nowadays. Yeah, yeah. No. You're, you're not going to do that. Yeah. Uh, I think they're emboldened, and, uh, and I think, uh, and again, we're talking on, on, and, uh, politically here. You're in the Republican Party. This isn't your, your, you know, your, uh, you know, your typical uh, uh, political race. We're talking about law enforcement. We're talking about sheriff's race and whatnot. But at the end of the day, it just seems like it, the craziness that we're seeing from the left, and I'm not just talking about what happened on Friday, but just, just the, the, the mob mentality. It's just good that you have that attitude as a law enforcement official that if you break the law, you've got to pay the price. And I think it's important that we start educating the people about that. Let's get back to basics. Yes, it's it's a tough call. I mean, you and I agree with that as well. But sometimes it's a tough call, especially when it comes to. And we talked to about the, uh, about that as far as the the district attorneys allowing you know revolving door penal system, people doing you know pushing people off subway uh, uh, platforms and, and being out the same day. Uh, can you what what would that mean? That's like uh, walking along Arsenal Street. And, and and being pushed in the middle of busy traffic and being and that you know that culprit being let out the same day would that happen uh, in, in in your jurisdiction? Well, it would have to uh, you'd have to see what exactly the uh, facts of those cases are, mm-hmm. and you have to realize these district attorneys have been put on the spot by uh, mandates coming out of Albany. Right. And again, That's one true. of the biggest races that we have is uh, the Republican race for governor. Yeah, that big is time. very big. Oh, by the way, yeah, and that, that's going to be decided tomorrow as far as who is going to be the Republican uh, candidate. That said, it's, it's discouraging, and I shared this with a couple of people last week, the latest data. Uh, Kathy Hochul, regardless of who wins tomorrow, will still have a 20-point lead come November. That's very discouraging, Pete. It is from the Republican side, but I think, uh, I think the red wave is going to come through, and I'm very positive. I think we're going to have a a uh, large number of Republican voters come out for this primary. That, that would be very nice to see uh, because, as we've been talking about, they split it. We can get into all the details and how they took the senatorial and the and the uh, uh, congressional into late August because of the redistricting and whatnot. Uh, that would have meant probably more voters tomorrow, but I think because of the heightened awareness, and not just that, but I think people are more in tune to politics these days. Wouldn't you agree with that, Pete, with the way everything going on? Yes, and they should be. Yeah. Again, one of your most important uh, things as a citizen is your right to vote mm-hmm. and your right to serve on a jury. Yeah, right. Always cherish right. those two. Right. And and your right to have a, a, a gun, a pistol, 
uh, either you hidden or not or whichever. What do you think about the latest? Hochul was all up in arms and many other people on the, on the Democratic side. The Supreme Court shot down, pardon the expression, uh, the New York State gun law. What say you about that, about concealed weapons? Well, I have no problem. As long as you pass uh, the background check, mm -hmm. a thorough background check by a law enforcement agency, mm -hmm. there is no problem. You should be able to con carry that concealed. Sure. If you're a responsible gun owner, and you have a sport coat on. Yeah. Who are you bothering? You have a license to carry that gun. Right, right. And you're responsible enough. Right. If you make a mistake, mm -hmm. that permit can be pulled sure. at a moment's notice. Sure. And I, I like, uh, you know, the way we're headed, mm -hmm. but people are still 21 and over. Right. You can come in, get a pistol permit. Right. Do your background check. Right. That's not going to stop. That's that's not, that's a reasonable thing. It really is very very reasonable. I'm for the Second Amendment. I know you are, but the guns have to be put in the right hands. That's what it all comes down to. And some people say if you object to that, even so slightly, to even say as I explained it, Pete, is that uh, you're going against the grain. What 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 say what say you about? It? I mean, there's got to be some type of limitations to who can get a gun these days. Yes, there is. Let's uh, the background checks are very thorough. Mm -hmm. um, but hey, the black market. Yeah. Right. That's not going to stop anybody. No, it's not, Glenn. No, it's not going to stop the guns. It's right. not going to stop the drugs. Mm -hmm. uh, these are wars we're going to be fighting uh, long after today. So you and I talked prior to the show, and of course you've been on the show before. Uh, you know, this uh, the big the top two topics on people's minds in northern New York, certainly here in Jefferson County. We're talking to uh, Pete Barnett, one of three candidates for the Republican side for uh, the, uh, the, the only three candidates running for the Jefferson County Sheriff in 2022. That's why tomorrow's primary is, is so vital. But what people have been talking about is the drug issue, uh, the heightened awareness of fentanyl in our society, uh, young people dying uh, uh, you know, like uh, from cocaine or whichever, uh, from a bad batch that came up from Syracuse or Baltimore. And the other one, of course, is how can one get a pistol permit? The heightened awareness of the rise in crime, uh, we see it to some degree here. We're not in big city yet, although we do see stuff like that every now and then. Uh, and it can happen at any time. So those are the two big topics that we'll cover. But you, you covered some other things. Child abuse. How, is, how, is, how can the sh sheriff uh, uh, take care of child abuse here in our communities, Pete? Well, again, uh, uh, through education. But let's face it, there, uh, the child abuse and the penal law uh, breakage of laws that are going on besides drugs mm -hmm. um, is big. And we have to remember that as sheriff, I'm not going to be out there putting handcuffs on anybody mm -hmm. and tackling anyone. Mm -hmm. No. I'm the administrator. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make sure I have the right people mm -hmm. in the right places mm -hmm. to do that job, mm -hmm. and we're going to make sure that they're trained to do that job. Mm -hmm. And you said recently that uh, the, 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 the budget that was just uh, passed, if I'm not mistaken, was pretty good. Salaries perhaps went up. They got more benefits. Can that help in recruiting new, new members to, to the staff? Because that's important. Absolutely. And I'm a big, big believer that, uh, you know, you get on board with Jefferson County, it's one of the greatest counties in New York State. Mm -hmm. We have good salaries mm -hmm. and we have good health care. Right. And people have to remember, you're a young person with a young family. You need to think about health care. Mm -hmm. It might not be money you're going to see in your checking account mm -hmm. or savings. But it's so valuable to you and your family. It, it, every dime counts. I just put some gas on my wife's cruise, which, by the way, isn't exactly a big truck like many people around here have. But I can feel the pinch for certain. And, uh, and you multiply that by, you know, people with children, uh, lesser incomes and whatnot. 
uh, the, the dollar really matters these days. And as you know, Pete, and you, you, we're, we're baby boomers. Our parents said, you, you, you kids don't know the value of a dollar. And I think to some degree they were probably right. I mean, I got to know the value of a dollar as I got older. Then you got to kind of get used to it. And these kids today growing up from, you know, after our generation don't quite understand that. So that's important to note. That's for darn sure. Very important. Yeah. All right. So that the administrative experience, you say that in your ads. You've talked about it. I have your Facebook page up here. Why is it important to, as far as you know, what you've done budgeting-wise and your administrative skills? Why do you think that's an asset as, as your candidacy for sheriff? Well, due to the fact of my government accounting, uh, budget and budget planning is a huge thing with the sheriff. Mm-hmm. And uh, my administration and I... Um, look forward to uh, taking care of the taxpayers, mm-hmm. and I know how important it is with the taxpayers' money, especially right now, mm-hmm. uh, stretching a dollar to right, its right, maximum. Right, right. And I plan on doing that for the taxpayers with the with the sheriff's department budget. Over the years, they were talking about housing, you know, uh, overcrowding. Do we have overcrowding at the at the facility now at, uh, at Jeff- in Jefferson County Sheriff's Department in the facility there? I don't know the exact number, but. Uh, there's a steady flow of people coming and going. Okay. But there was a problem before where they didn't know where to put them. So it's, I haven't heard anything about that. Am I missing out or has it gotten better? Or we, uh, we're not arresting as many people anymore? Well, again, that was one of the big we're things that, them. that yeah. came out of Albany with the bail reform. Right, right. Uh, try to cut down on the numbers in the local jails, the right. prisons. Right. But I disagree. I'm sorry. Yeah. Consequences. Oh, big time. You make a mistake, right. you should pay the price. Mm-hmm. The level of that price, mm-hmm. well... Commensurate you know. with the crime, right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, pushing someone off a subway t- a platform, we don't see that here, of course, but it would equate to someone being pushed in the middle of a busy street. And for that person to walk free within hours after such a, it's just, it's, it's mind boggling. But it is the big, we, we talked about the big reset button uh, during COVID. Uh, it seems like that has been going ongoing now for the last three, four years. We just didn't know anything about it, Pete, until now we've seen the consequences. We still don't have high crime rates up here. Why is that? effective law enforcement, mm-hmm. good quality of life. Yeah. And I think people up here have good moral, moral values. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very proud of our North Country. Uh, we, we, we're gritty. Yeah, right. uh, we get up, we go to work, right. and we're not afraid to uh, do the right thing. Mm-hmm. But I still think that, uh, hey, people up here use a lot of good common sense, mm-hmm. and it's, it's keeping a lot of the numbers low right now. And do, does, do a lot. Do we have a number to how many people have concealed uh, licenses or, uh, up here, or uh, permits for, for, for pistols? Do we have a, a number or percentage of those who are carrying, so to speak, Pete? Yes, there's a, uh, there's a number that I don't have right now, mm-hmm. but the it, number of pistol permit holders in Jefferson County. Is it big? I have no idea. It, I'm going to yes. throw a number out. Is it over 8,000? 8, 8, yes. Okay, gotcha. Yes. Is yes. that good? I guess that's good for society. I don't have a problem with a... Uh, well-trained yeah. uh, citizen right. that has passed a legitimate background check right, right. carrying a handgun. Right. Not at all. No. So why would someone in a low-crime area ha- carry a, a handgun? Because stuff happens at any given time? It's their right, right. by the Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. And, and, and again, I just always felt that you know, coming up here, everyone says, oh, in Texas, everyone carries. Arizona, the same thing. He says, I don't think there's much of a difference between Texas and Arizona and northern New York. It's just that we don't know that because these are pistol, con- uh, they're, they're concealing their, their pistols, and they're responsible about it. Absolutely. And the crime rate is down. People aren't shooting themselves in the foot by accident. Uh, and we're just, we're, we're, we're just non-judgmental. We've been voted that by a magazine like three, four years ago. Uh, we, ju- we, we, we have an opinion, but we're not boisterous about it. 
and firearms up here in the North Country. Yeah. But people get Christmas presents. Yeah, they, they do. They get their shotguns. Fathers give their their sons shotguns at Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, parents take kids to the range to shoot. Right. And teach them. Uh, safety mm-hmm. and how to handle weapons. Mm-hmm. We have high schools right. in New York State that trap now shooting. have trap shooting. Sure, sure. So it's a whole different uh, level of living than Manhattan or the boroughs. Wasn't it? Uh, I believe a, a state senator from a downstate that wanted to get rid of trap shooting in in, uh, in the middle schools and high schools because it uh, it you know it was just bad because guns are bad, Pete. Yes, no. it, that's the difference between upstate and downstate. Unfortunately, you have to live by their rules. Because Albany, despite the fact that Albany isn't exactly downstate, but it's dictated by a downstate type of ideology. So that's why I get back to my question earlier. Despite the fact that you know they do have a new budget, they're getting more money, more uh, more uh, 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 benefits, and so forth. That's nice. But our, I've read, and I don't know if it if it applies up here because we are different in so many ways. That people are walking away from law enforcement opportunities because of the revolving door system that we see in our penal system. Do you, do you think that it would be a problem to recruit the right people uh, for the necessary positions for the for the sheriff's department if you if you ran it? Well, let's let's see what what I wouldn't do this any other way. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't take anything back again. Mm-hmm. Law enforcement or in the criminal justice system, right. really in any state. Mm-hmm. High schools have uh, BOCES criminal justice. Kids are are attending college, taking criminal justice courses right. and and criminal justice programs mm-hmm. all over the country. Mm-hmm. Let's feed off of that. Mm-hmm. Let's get them into the county systems. Right. And they're going to find that the, the pay and the benefits are, are really good. extraordinary. And I always thought that with be, being a Fort Drum community, does that help with, with the amount of soldiers that, that retire and remain up here? Do they go into law enforcement on average? They do. And that is something I would like to uh, explore a little bit if I'm Makes lucky sense. enough to, to get elected tomorrow is uh, tap into the, to the resources at Fort Drum right. and see if we can't get some more folks to uh, stay around here, take the test, mm-hmm. and uh, raise their families. They're trained, right? They know how to operate an M1 rifle, whichever, whatever the necessary uh, hardware is. It, it, and they're, they're adults, and uh, they're retired from one industry. I think it's a perfect fit, not just here in Jefferson County, but I think we should always look at the military as the possible, not just with your department or anyone's department, but also with, with this latest uh, scare about uh, you know having security in our schools. Look how many retired uh, police officers we can we can man. So you know that tra- that horrible call that someone gets either the Watertown Police Department or, or the sh- or the uh, uh, state uh, p- troopers barracks or the sheriff's department, and they get a call active shooter at a local school. That's a horrible horrible thing. But th- to think that we had someone there in double doors, whichever, and people armed in the schools and all of the schools would probably make you feel a lot better, Pete. Yes. Are we at that level now? Are we safe enough right now? Or is that even a call for the sheriff's department to make, in your opinion? In my opinion, uh, I believe we're safe right now. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot more we could do mm-hmm. to make it safer. It's too vulnerable. And just recently, we had uh, some maniac was driving, was evading police, and he was arrested on high school grounds. It was just by chance, but I believe he was armed. So anything can happen at any given time. We haven't seen it, thank God. Let's pray that it never happens. But we need protection in our schools, in my opinion, Pete. That's for sure. And hopefully, as your next sheriff, folks, uh, your sheriff's department will be trained mm-hmm. and prepared in the event. Something like that tragically happened without getting into all the details that happened in Nivaldi. And by the way, to some degree, it happened in Lakeland, Florida. 
are there police officers out there that really shouldn't be or be police officers? I mean, that guy, by not allowing his team to go into the Evaldi school, <laughs> they found out later the, school, the door, in fact, was not locked, was open. But the last I knew, those guys could probably have knocked that door down regardless. That, that's just a, a flagrant misuse of, 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 of authority in that situation. Well, without knowing all the details, and it's an ongoing investigation right. in another state, I really It's a bad can't. situation, though, Pete. It's really bad. In Lakeland, Florida, the same thing happened there. He waited 25 minutes or so while the guy was continuing to shoot. I wonder if it's just that, you know, you can go through training, but the moment it happens, you smell the gunpowder, you hear it, and you see blood and broken glass and whatnot. Is there a certain type of person that freezes in that situation, and that cannot be trained prior to such an event, in your opinion? It's a heavy question, Pete. I'm sorry. Anybody can freeze yeah. at a moment's notice. Mm-hmm. That's why train, train, train. Right, right. And also look at reality situations and say, how can we avoid this going further? And a lot of things could be learned from Avaldi, that's for sure. All right, so we, we talked about the things that we don't no- normally talk about. You've gone door to door. You've done events, just like all your, your challenges, uh, 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 opponents, I should say. And, you know, other, other than, you know, we talked about uh, 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 dr- Let's get back to the drug thing. When people address that, it says, Pete. What are you going to do about the? Do you get that question? What are you going to do about the drug problem, the fentanyl problem we have in Jefferson County? Do you get that quite a bit? Yes. To what level? What what context do they even bring it up in? Just to the fact that uh, uh, obviously the news today, mm-hmm. uh, there's more and more across the country uh, fentanyl arrests yeah, right. and the overdoses. Mm-hmm. We're trying to save lives. Mm-hmm. We're trying to put an end to this. Mm-hmm. But we've been fighting the war on drugs for a lot of years. Mm-hmm. And we're going to continue to fight the war on drugs. Mm-hmm. Let's remember, as sheriff, you just don't concentrate on one section of the penal law right. like drugs. Right. There's a whole host of issues going on in our county, mm-hmm. everything from general crime mm-hmm. to pettit larcenies. Mm-hmm. They all need to be addressed mm-hmm. equally. Mm-hmm. Stalking. Stalking is a big thing. Uh, you, you know, so many people have order of protection against each other. It could be ex-husband and wives or whatever, brother, sister that don't get along anymore. Uh, these things, these are mostly domestic incidents, but they could be very deadly. Very deadly. Domestic uh, violence is uh, well, one of the biggest problems for law enforcement right now. I saw the movie years ago, uh, and it was, uh, I forget who wrote it, uh, Joseph Wumbaugh, uh, The New Centurions with uh, Stacy Keach. It was made in the mid-'70s, and it just shows how he's a cop in Los Angeles. He's an alcoholic. He loses his wife, blah, blah, blah. And then he finally cleans up his act, and he get, almost gets shot here. He almost loses his job because he's such a drunk. And at the very end, he's happy and blah, blah, blah. They go to a domestic incident. Again, this is a movie. But this stuff happens because Joseph Wumbaugh was a retired cop. And, and they're just minding their own business. And sure enough, he gets killed at the end from a crazy husband. Anything like that. So a police officer that gets out of their vehicle or walks inside a house, it could be for like a dog bite or something. Stuff can happen, Pete. It's a dangerous job. There's no doubt about it. Our main focus is we go home at night. That's at a, that, the end of that shift, we're going home. So how many months have you, been, have you been campaigning right now? It's been at least four, maybe five months. When did you start all this? I started this uh, the day I opened the Watertown Daily Times and discovered that uh, current sheriff, Colleen O'Neill, right. was not seeking re-election. Gotcha. Yeah. Back in October. Right, right. And, uh, and by the way, Colleen O'Neill has done a good job working with, with, with respect with Pivot and other drug agencies where they have instructed, and I did actually ads over the year about Narcan. I always wanted to ask this. Is how is the sheriff's department 
supply Narcan? Is is there a connection there? Do you guys have Narcan cans with you? Yes. Okay. And 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 to are, is it encouraged? Like say for instance, someone is 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 having uh, is is ODing, and, and they're, they're 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 worried that well, if I'm with this person, I'm an accessory. Uh, I either gave it to them or I'm, I'm a drug user too. But there is a law or a rule. I don't know if it's a law or a rule that if you uh, I, call 911, you won't be prosecuted. I, am I getting that right, Pete? Yes. We want to save lives. Yeah. We want to stop the overdoses. Right. But in the same time, we've got to get people to realize that, you know, you're going to, you, you were saved by Narcan right. last week. Right. Here we are back again. Right. That's when we really need to get these community services in place at Without delay, right? Got to get these people to help because people call that enabling, and and I, and again, I, I watched that show just this weekend on the on one of the TV stations called Intervention, and they do so much for these people. They sit around and they talk. I love you, but I can't deal with you anymore. And then you read at the end that they went to rehab for like for sixty days, and they went right back off the wagon again. Sometimes it must be very very frustrating walking into the same house and you're dealing with the same people again and again and again, Pete. That's got to take that have its wear and tear, no? Yes, it does, and that's human nature. It, yeah. it truly is, and uh, there isn't anyone that's not. Every law enforcement officer out there, mm-hmm. I can probably say, truly speak for them. Yeah, they don't want to see a body bag. Right. We want to help these people. Mm-hmm. What do we need to do to get through to your thick head? Right. Do not put a needle in your arm. Right. Right. Or or buy drugs off some schmuck you don't know. That's and, right. And think that this is this it's Russian roulette. Here's the thing. If drugs wasn't an issue, and let's face it, that's a that's a weighted statement right there. If if the day to day activity of a law enforcement official did not involve drugs, his his or her job would be a hell of a lot easier. Well, what do you have to do? a cat in the top of a tree most of would be your biggest part of the day. No, I wouldn't say that. Believe me, like you say, there's there are uh, a host of penal law mm-hmm. uh, crimes mm-hmm. that we have to deal with, mm-hmm. and as well as public relations, right. other functions with the public. No, it, it wouldn't be a slow day at all. It would be great if we could eliminate the drugs uh, from our daily job. Yeah. But that won't happen. That, unfortunately, it won't happen. But as uh, sheriff, in the, uh, the big day is tomorrow. Uh, you've been waiting for months for this day. Uh, uh, what are your thoughts about your whole campaign, Pete? I feel good. I feel positive. And uh, I think we're going to come out on top tomorrow. And where are you going to be tomorrow? We're going to be at Garland City. Garland City. Night. Gotcha. Yes. Uh, right there off, uh, what's the name? Well, it's off Coffeine Street, right across from Maggie's. Uh, it's a very big place, very popular place. So you're going to be there. Uh, I'm assuming there will be coverage from our local media outlets and what, even though we're the News and Talk Authority, unfortunately, we won't have a, a crew there. But I'm assuming Channel 7 will be there. It's going to be a big night for you and your family and friends. Yes, it is. And we look forward to it. And I look forward to earning uh, the people's vote tomorrow. On election day, November twenty eighth. Anything else that I'm missing, Pete? June twenty eighth. Yeah, yep. I I, I got to mix up myself because they split these in August, and I keep on thinking it's August twenty eighth, but I think the next one's in August twenty third. Two whichever. primaries. There. Two primaries, and it's screwing up everybody. So let's just hope. Again, the main thing is this is important. I know you would agree with me. We got to get the vote out tomorrow. We got to get. Pe- I mean, typically when people are running for office, they say, "Well, focus on those who have been in the last five primaries." And believe me, there's a list of all that. But tomorrow, there's going to be not only the people that are customarily voters on primary day, but there must be additional voters because now more than ever, we realize that the political process is more important than it used to be. It's always been important. Don't get me wrong. But now it's very important to get the vote out tomorrow, Pete. The issues are so big for our society. Mm -hmm. People, please vote. It's very important. Don't stand around and be the the person that stands around and complains and say, oh, I... 
I didn't vote. Right. You can make a change. Right. That's what we need to do. And 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 a lot of times in the state of New York, like when you're a conservative, you feel like it's a waste of time. Uh, but tomorrow, it wouldn't be a waste of time because you're going to be choosing the Republican candidate of your choice to f- go up against Kathy Hochul, who has a massive 20-point lead between now and, and November. Pete, thank you very much for being on the show today. Glenn, thank you good, very much. Good, good, good luck. And, and sir, good, good meeting you again. The former owner of Butler Friends is here. You, can you say his name? Yes, uh, my brother-in-law, uh, Jim Austin, and uh, his lovely wife, Terry, my sister-in-law, are in town to support Pete Barnett for sheriff. And uh, they're living in Kentucky or Tennessee? Uh, Knoxville, Tennessee. Knoxville. Isn't there a Knoxville, Kentucky, or is it just me? There is. Okay, I, I, I get that. And then there's Charlottesburg in one state. I don't know. Whatever. I'm sure there's a lot of water towns around the country as well. Pete and, uh, and sir, thank you very much. We're going to do a commercial break, and we'll be back with more of the Live at Five show right after this. After 246 years, we've perfected the fine art of... I'm Claudia Tenney, candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Claudia Tenney for Congress. And we're back. Well, thanks to Pete Barnett and uh, his brother-in-law. i got to move the camera here a little bit. No, I, got, I can't play the music anymore because I'm getting muted. Mark uh, Mark Zuckerberg must have a, I don't know, something for me now because I've noticed in the last, this and uh, uh, Google, who owns uh, YouTube, I've been getting warnings. I, I, if I get two more strikes with Google, I'm out. I've been, I've been uploading videos to uh, YouTube now for over 10, 12 years, and I do it quite often because I use it as a vehicle to show my commercials uh, and presentations to, uh, to clients. So I'm constantly uploading. It's, it's very easy. It's very safe. The, any format's uh, applicable. But now it, it, I got a letter, the other day, an email the other day saying, well, two more, you're out. So I wonder, you know, the strikes against me, uh, being a conservative, you know, being associated with, uh, with radio, having guys like uh, 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 Rudolph Giuliani on my Facebook page, oh, that's unacceptable. Again, maybe I'm just overthinking things, but I've noticed in recent weeks things are just all of a sudden. I'm just getting all these crazy, crazy notices, and uh, I have no proof, none whatsoever, other than the timing of it. Uh, it just seems like you know algorithms and artificial inte- algorithms. That's all. That's all that is. That's artificial intelligence. We've had that for a long time now, and it gets better and better and better, to the point where it's you don't even know if 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 you're right or wrong anymore because algorithms will kind of just basically forecast what your next word's going to be. Therefore, it's just going to uh, uh, preclude that you're not part of the plan. You're not part of the left agenda. So therefore, we're going to sift your messages as best as possible. And if you break the law at any time with copyright rules, we'll let other people go by, but we won't let people like you go by. That's the difference. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Glenn. How's it going today? I heard you today. You were the one that brought up something that no one else brought up, Right, and you didn't even. And by the way, it sounds like you didn't even know what you were talking about. But you were right that the pools themselves were not in use this past weekend. Is that correct? Yes. And then someone came up and said he's right. And then and then Lefty said, "Geez, good. I'm glad I'm right." <laughs> right? Is that how it went down, or what? No, no. I I knew it was right. I, I'd seen it. Multiple people had commented it on Facebook, so it's got to be true. So was that all three pools, or just the the three point three million dollar pool up at the park that was closed? No, no. There was none none open. None, none of them were open. open. One of the hottest weekends of the year. I've seen this early on, 
and it wasn't open. That's a, that's a shame. But I'm glad you brought it up yeah, because have, it started a we fire have, today. We have, this, we have this little thing on our phone. It's called a weather app. Yeah. <laughs> you could have looked. You know, the city or everybody involved could have looked and said, like, hey, we're going to make sure these pools are open. It's going to be 80 degrees all weekend. Right, right. So could have, could have. But, hey, not a big thing. Hmm. Hey, your last, uh, your last guest that you had, and I only caught the end of it. Sounds like a, a, a smart guy. I'm yeah. Actually, all the, all the sheriffs. All of them are excellent. Running excellent, like this. yeah. Yeah, sound like really good choice. We got a good choice on there. I don't know who this is. But there's one of them that you do an ad for, yeah. and maybe you can assist me on why this is. And I don't mean to insult anyone with it, but his his running plan seems to be that he was uh, undercover. He was never seen in a uniform. I, that's kind of the complete opposite of what you want in the sheriff. I don't know why that would be, and I don't know which one it was. Well, you're talking about you're talking about yeah, you're talking about Perry Golden, who because of the nature of what he what he did, that shouldn't hold him back from running for sheriff. He was working for the uh, the drug task force, uh, so as a result or consequence, well, he could would, not show it would, his. It himself. wouldn't hold him back, but it's it's not something that you'd run on as a strong point, and that seems to be the point of his whole ad. What hmm. you really want in a sheriff, or you want anyone who is the chief of police or anything like that, is you want transparency. You want them to be approachable. And, and if you were like always undercover before, that wouldn't be a good ad for it. That'd be something I wouldn't have brought the attention. Well, to. I mean, again, I mean, he's not a good man. Yeah. But I, if you wrote the ad for him, you probably shouldn't have. And if it was his idea, someone should have corrected him. Said like, that's not what we want. Well, I mean, it, one, it doesn't work that way. It could work in any which way. And again, I'm not saying one or the other. But if you're, say, for instance, if you're an undertaker and you say you're a people person, well, you could still say that and be an undertaker. It's the fact is you're an undertaker that really, you know, you deal with people on a day-to-day basis well, when they're not at the I'm greatest moments. But you're, yeah. you're, not, you're, not expressing the, you're not expressing the experience and what someone wants to be as the sheriff, I think, by that. Not that he wouldn't be a good candidate. I don't know that. But I'm just saying that that ad, I, I think, might have... Well, I mean, I can see your angle, but remember the two biggest issues on the table, and I ask this to everybody, not just in the sheriff's race, but also in the, you know, in the assembly race, is the drug problem, is fentanyl, and it's, it's, it's getting out of hand. But still being under, but being undercover didn't give you qualifications. You want a people person, you want someone who's out there, and this last year, if we have Colleen, who I, I, you know, just run into quite a few times, she's always at public events, she's always out there, seems very approachable. That's kind of look what you want. I think she wrote a, a good little, uh, you know, a good little way to do things that someone should be following in that. It seemed like the sheriff before that he seemed very approachable as well. Well, that was John. So that's kind of like, just passed. Well, I know. Yeah, I know. It's too bad he died. He died. Died too young. Terrible. Yeah, but it's it's very very sad. But either way, someone approachable, I think, is what you want in that position. So I think that might have been the error. Maybe he'll win. I don't know. But if not, I think he'll. He should always look back and go like, I shouldn't have gone that approach. That wasn't the way to campaign it just doesn't make i meant to mention that to you a long time ago but every time i heard that ad i was like wow that's the complete opposite of what you you want to put well i I, 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 I was i would i wouldn't say complete opposite of what you i would say it's definitely goes against the grain of your typical hey i do this that and the other thing and i'm going to change and i'm going to be your and i want your vote uh you got to tell everyone who you are and uh you know if, if someone were, were hanging out in the wings and they couldn't be seen well that's just the nature of who they are and they they certainly have the inside scoop so, to the it, problem it seemed to be the, the that's whole important. topic of the, the ad that was run but yeah and that's that's here and there anyway but here's the other tragedy thing a tragic thing and i'm reading this on news junkie i read it earlier did you hear about the young uh, actress well she's you know 61 years old mary mara syracuse native, native oh, she, drown, yeah, she drowned last drowned night at eight o'clock river I read that. Yeah, this sad. terrible story. Yeah, it's very uh, sad when something like that happens. You know, we we get a, a fair share of the drownings throughout the year, and it's always a drowning. Know, but you know, we live 
we live on the lake and we live on the river, you know, we, we've got the potential for just to see that a lot more than anyone else does, I guess. Mary T. Mara, 61 of Cape Vincent and Syracuse, drowned while swimming. Uh, Mara graduated from Corcoran High School and Syracuse attended Yale University. Uh, had roles in TV shows like ER, Hope and Gloria, NYPD Blue, Law and Order and Loss, and many others. Uh, she also appeared in movies like Mr. Saturday Night with Billy Crystal, uh, Love Potion Number no. 9 with Sandra Bullock, The Hard Way with Michael J. Fox, uh, 20 movies and 40 television shows. Troopers responded to a possible drowning in the river uh, right there in Cape Vincent around 8.10 a.m. Sunday. So it was in the morning. The body was found in the river. Just terrible. Uh, Mara was visiting her sister, said jo- uh, Sergeant Jack Keller, uh, for the state police. That's awful. We yeah, that's, that's that. a very, a very bad situation and very sad. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, and, uh, and something else. It's a little more of like a world news story. That yeah. We're, you know, just kind of going on, and you know, this this whole Roe versus Wade. Yeah. You know, you would think by the media that all of a sudden birth control has become illegal. That's the way the media is spinning it, and I just can't understand. And you're like, nothing's changed, nothing will change. Mm-hmm. But it, it, overall in the country, you know, it's not like condoms aren't for sale. I don't understand. Well, it's I'm really glad you called. I'm glad you called because, you know, I, I don't want to interrupt because we've talked about this ad nauseum, you and I, over the years for literally, what, over 10, maybe longer years on what our issue is. Now, for, and I'm going to be real serious about this, Lefty, is that if there's one time where we should be talking about permanent contraception, it's now. Let me explain. I, I didn't do my re- research on it, but there is something called the implant. That, and I don't know the name of it. I don't know if Johnson & Johnson or Pfizer creates it, whichever. But we've heard about it where you know, if you either put it under the, your arm or in your where, private parts, wherever. It, I don't know where it goes. I'm not, you know, I'm not that person. But now is the time. Now they're talking about the day after pill, which is abortion in a bottle. If we could just prevent pregnancies from happening and give them monetary incentives for doing it by the ripe old age of 12, 13 years old and give them money on a monthly basis into an account that they'll have access to when they're 17, 18 years old, why aren't we going that way? Lefty, go for it. Yeah, I have no idea. We got to go there. This is the time. We're not going to have abortion yeah. in a bottle. The next day, it, people have to say that some comedian referred to it as breakfast in bed. We can't go that route. We have to prevent pregnancies from happening first. And now is the well, time for the implant. Sorry. Again, again I, just to take a step back, like I had said, the, the media has made this as though it's, it's illegal to have birth control now. That that is what it is, and if you're using abortion as birth agree. control, yeah, you you really you really need to step back and say, huh, I, I I don't think I'm solving the problem here. All I'm doing is reacting to a problem. You think abstinence you is going to work? Uh, you, you think abstinence is going to work? No, I don't think so. I think what you that's not going to happen. Not not in, in not in not in inner city happen. America. I can tell you that much. It's not going to well, happen. This is, this, is, this is my analogy, and I've brought it up before, and I brought it up earlier today. This, my analogy is the same. I put birth control. Is something that should be a personal choice. I put something like abortion should be the the last choice, but I'm not against it. I mean, I'm just I don't. It doesn't concern me, so right. I'm not for it. But I put right. abortion the same as I put bankruptcy. Everybody should get one bankruptcy because you screw up in life. You should get educated afterwards. Thank God we don't have that second stat. bankruptcy. The second bankruptcy now you shouldn't be doing that. That that's the, that's where you should show responsibility. We bailed you out once. We're not going to do it twice. Right. If you have to go to debtor's prison or you have to do whatever. Right. 
you shouldn't get away with it twice. Hmm. Sometimes you have to work a lot harder. You don't get. To, so what's say? So you okay? So you so you you're good for one abortion. You get pregnant again. What happens then? You got to have the baby. Is that or you got to go to prison or you got to give it up for gonna, adoption? Nobody's going to pay for it. No one's going to pay for it but you. It's it's all it's all dollars and cents. Ultimately, it lefty. Mean it's free. Yeah. Here's the thing. It's going to be like a scene at a dirty dancing. They're going to wait for some guy that's going to, you know, uh, 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 you know, uh, uh, invoke screams in the hallway. Uh, you know, it's, it, it, it brings back images yeah. of of a, a coat hanger. It's, it's, it's a re- we can't a, have that. Respons- no, we can't have that. But it's a responsibility thing. And after the first one, you should be educated that, like, hey, if the second one happens again. We're going to really seriously have to do something. As if they know they were pregnant to begin with. Is there going to be documentation to say, oh, you've already had an abortion? Like you're in a data bank? Is that what you're saying? That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. I'm sure there already is. The ACLU wouldn't let that happen. No one would. I'm sure sure Nancy Pelosi wouldn't. There already is. If you've coughed coughed in in front of a doctor, it's already in your log. It's already in there. I didn't know that part. It's a world where... So let me just ask a real challenging question. And a lot of people might think this is controversial. But my sister, for instance, works in... uh, What does she work for? Uh, Social services or a civil servant where she deals with people, you know, on the lower echelon of the economic uh, scale. Uh, And and she has found over the years, and and she's not the only one, by the way. Mike, you know the same thing. You know people who are baby daddies to multiple children with multiple mommies. Does, you know, eradicating Roe versus Wade in the federal level, does that improve that that chance of, no, of, make, of baby no daddies, nothing has changed. It's gonna no, it's gonna get nothing worse. Would it get worse though? With the and my question is that does it get worse now? Does that mean more unwanted pregnancies that you know just increase you know the the chances of a future society that looks a hell of a lot worse than it did in the early nineties, twenty years after Roe versus Wade to begin with? You see where I'm no, going with this? Crime went down in the early nineties, twenty I'm, years I'm after Roe versus Wade. There's a reason for that. It's a big distraction. It's a big distraction in the government's way right now. It's a big distraction. I just say contraception is the answer now more than ever. Now is the time for, I'll call it the lefty plan. Yeah, you know what this is going to be? This is going to be something that's going to be in the presidential election. That's going to be something that's going to be, that's going to either try to bring down uh, the great governor of, uh, Florida, or it's going to bring down ex-president Trump. No. It's going to be one of those Some people things want that's going to be on there, and they know that you know they're going to take the side that of the most resistance because that's the way their opinion is. My opinion's about the same as yours. I don't really care. I, I really just don't. It doesn't affect. Well, that's me why. Whatsoever. By the way, yeah, I, I'll, I'll be real quick because I, then I, I got to go. Don't, I don't want any. I it's, but of the subject of that. I, I just don't want anyone's rights violated. You should be able to do what you want with your body. Right. That that should be a definite thing. But this this shouldn't be as big a subject as it is, and it shouldn't be a use as birth control. Well, this isn't a, a man's of birth control. You, you, you need to do that beforehand. That's something that's... Yeah. Well, tell that to someone, with, three, tell that to someone with a half a bottle of wine, wine uh, a couple of shots of uh, liquor, and uh, maybe a snort of cocaine, and see how rational they are when, the, when they're about to have un- unprotected sex. Tell that to them at that point, and then we can have answers. That's why we need contraception 24 hours, because you can't prevent stupidity. That's why we have this issue. Yeah, to but, but, but nothing's changed in birth control. You can still go into any corner store. I know, but if you but listen, you're missing the point, and it. you came up with this idea yourself. You're missing the point. If, if we make it an option and we say, listen, we're going to put money into your account on a monthly basis, you just have to come to the clinic every three, four, five months to prove that you still have that implant in your body, then you're good to go. As simple as that. Money talks, Mike. You know that. i got to go. Oh, i got to no. do a break. I, 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 I agree with you, but we'll, we'll, we would both burn if we ever tried to make that a, uh, an option. Well, right now but it seems I, like I it's the better, best option ever. i got to go. All right. Uh, that's uh, Lefty. This is the Live at Five Show. i got to do a break. We'll be back.
looking older than you are, finding more tiles in your lawn than grass? It's time to call Ham 28. Pete Barnett, thank you. Hi, welcome back, and thanks, uh, thanks to Pete for coming in today. Uh, Pete came in with his brother-in-law. Tomorrow's a big, big day. And uh, you'll still hear ads running right through to Primary Tuesday tomorrow for our candidates for the two big, big races, uh, as well as the continuing uh, congressional uh, presence of uh, mm-hmm. uh, Congresswoman Claudia Tenney, who's running ads here. Uh, it's been a very active, and I know I, I'm telling like Hannity again, I'm repeating myself. I hate doing that. Hannity today was repeating himself so much, I swear I could, I could, I could set my watch to what he says on a day-to-day basis. But nonetheless, it's, uh, it's been a heck of a, of a primary season. It continues, like I said, through August. But uh, just encouraging everyone, if you're registered, and, and uh, most of you who listen to this show give a crap about what's going on in the world, then God bless you for that. Uh, I would encourage you, don't forget tomorrow, starting, what, 9 o'clock, uh, to go out to the, to the polls. Polls. I said poll. And uh, cast your vote. And just like Jeff said today on, the, uh, on his own hotline, doesn't matter who you are. It means tomorrow is the day for all of us to exercise our right to vote. So there you have it. So uh, tomorrow, uh, rather, we have 12 seconds to say the following. I'm going to do it right now. AM 1240 and WATN makes this legal. Up next, of course, is uh, CBS News. We do this every day. We'll see you tomorrow right here on AM 1240. Don't miss tomorrow's show. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Facet Wealth. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. Medical helicopters are now